Well, hey, friends, and welcome back for day two of Holy Week 2021. It's Tuesday, March the 30th, and we are looking at the last week of Jesus' life before his crucifixion and his resurrection from the dead. Today, we're going to look at Matthew 21, verses 23 to 46, and then just uh, have a few thoughts for you. So let me begin by reading it to you. When he entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things? Who gave you this authority? Jesus answered them, I will also ask you one question, and if you answer it for me, then I will tell you by what authority I do these things. Did John's baptism come from heaven, or was it of human origin? They discussed it among themselves and said, If we say from heaven, he will say to us, then why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin, we're afraid of the crowd because everyone considers John to be a prophet. So they answered Jesus, We don't know. And he said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. Then Jesus told a parable. What do you think? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, My son, go work in the vineyard today. And the son answered, I don't want to. But later he changed his mind and went. Then the man went to the other and said the same thing. I will, sir, he answered, but he didn't go. Which of the two did his father's will? They said the first. Jesus said to them, Truly, I tell you, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. Tax collectors and prostitutes did believe him, but you, when you saw it, didn't even change your minds then and believe him. Listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard, put a fence around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a watchtower. He leased it to tenant farmers and went away. When the time came to harvest fruit, he sent his servants to the farmers to collect fruit. The farmers took his servants, beat one, killed another, and stoned a third. Again, he sent other servants, more than the first group, and they did the same to them. Finally, he sent his son to them. They'll respect my son, he said. But when the tenant farmers saw the son, they said to each other, This is the heir. Come, let's kill him and take his inheritance. So they seized him, threw him out of the vineyard, and killed him. Therefore, when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those farmers? He will completely destroy those terrible men, they told him, and lease his vineyard to other farmers who will give him his fruit at the harvest. And Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is what the Lord has done, and it is wonderful in our eyes. Therefore, I tell you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people producing its fruit. Whoever falls on this stone will be broken to pieces, but on whomever it falls, it will shatter him. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parables, they knew he was speaking about them. Although they were looking for a way to arrest him, they feared the crowds because the people regarded him as a prophet. Now, there's a lot in this section of uh, this story from Matthew 21. But really what we're seeing here is a question about authority. And Jesus knew that the Father had given him the authority to do everything he had done up to this point in his life and in his ministry. Matthew 21 has already presented us with really a few different aspects of the authority of Jesus. Jesus came to Jerusalem and received praise and worship from the people, cleansed the temple, taught in the temple courts. And so these actions led these religious leaders to ask him, whose authority are you doing these things under? Who gave you permission to do this? This is what we see in verse 23 of what we read today. The religious leaders then are questioning Jesus' authorization to really do what he did. They're they're essentially asking, is this from you or is this just from man? And the reality is many of us today still wonder whether Christianity is from God or whether it's just another man-made religion. And so in case you're thinking that these are just innocent questions by religious leaders, remember, they've already rejected John the Baptist's message. And so these questions are coming from a position of not wanting to believe. They want to 
be uh, in their unbelief. They had already rejected the earlier uh, things that God was revealing through the prophets and through uh, people like John the Baptist, and so their rejection of Jesus is not unexpected. And so unbelief isn't the only reason uh, that people question the authority of Jesus. The questions people have around Jesus' authority often come from misplaced fear, which is what we see in verse 26. Instead of fearing God, which the Bible says is the beginning of knowledge in Proverbs, these leaders had an unhealthy fear of man. They're afraid of the crowd. And so this misplaced fear is what leads them to question Jesus, and it leads many people, maybe you listening, to question Jesus' authority today. If I trust in Jesus and what his authority says to me, what's that going to mean for my life? And so the question for us then becomes, will we let unbelief and the opinions of others that uh, we fear control us, or will we submit to God and his son, Jesus Christ? And the invitation for you is to submit to God and do away with your fear and do away with the control that others have over you. Now, Jesus responded to the questions of these chief priests and these elders, these religious leaders, by posing a question of his own. So he's forcing their hand. He, he's forcing them to, to show their, uh, what's behind their little smokescreen of questions. And so to, to force their hand, he asked them whether John's baptism was from heaven or from man. We saw that in verse 25. See, John had made Jesus' identity as a Messiah clear, and the people respected John as a prophet. So he's really putting these religious, Jesus is putting these religious leaders in the corner. So the religious leaders know they can't reject John or the crowds are going to turn against them. And as we saw, they're fearful of that. But if they claim that John's authority already was from God or was from heaven, now they're guilty of rejecting God since they deny that Jesus was the Messiah, which is what John said. And if John is coming from God, then Jesus is from God. And so Jesus knew that his question would uncover their hearts. And so their professed unbelief, this we don't know, is simply a smokescreen. They do know, they just don't want to say it. And so for us, as we look at the life of Jesus over this last week, there's really a lot of confrontation for our unbelief. Why is it that you answer the question the way you do when it comes to Jesus and his authority in your life? Is it sincere unbelief or is it simply a smokescreen because you don't want to admit what you know to be true in your in your heart of hearts, in your deepest down soul corner, that you know Jesus is who he says he was, but you just don't want to admit it because it would mean so many different things for your life. See, if these religious leaders admitted that Jesus was authoritative, then they had to deal with his, his words against them, and they had to admit that he was right, and they just couldn't do it. And so the question for us is the same question that they face. What are we going to do with Jesus? How do we answer the question, where does Jesus' authority come from? And if you want to play the game, you answer, I don't know. But if you want to have Jesus as Lord and have him as Savior, then you simply submit to him and submit to what God has for you in your life by faith in Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit. Well, I hope that's challenging for you, and I hope you'll again join me tomorrow for day three here of Holy Week on the daily.